Welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulting is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the broke rich lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living broke rich is not just about monetary assets. There are levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. I be in my car blasting that shit. I just be hollering. <laughs> <laughs> I blasted the fuck out of that song when I first heard it. I was like, I ain't even got no new apartment. I don't give a damn. I wish I had a new apartment so I could blast this fucking song in it all day and aggravate the shit out of my neighbors. Definitely played that song when I got my new townhouse. Yes, for new beginnings. Yes, it's definitely a new beginning song. Uh, but it also makes you think about how broke you can be. Okay, especially with that dollar wine glass in there. Now listen, as we've discussed many times before, some of my first wine glasses came from the tree, as well as first margarita glasses, and they were fan-fucking-tastic. Fantastic. Like, I don't know that any of them ever broke, because they were just that thick. I didn't realize how mm-hmm. ugly they were until I saw pretty, like, skinty, skimpy ones like this, and I get scared with these. Like, bitch, you better be careful with my wine glass, because if you fuck yes. around and wash that bitch too hard, it's going <laughs> Yes. You don't put these hoes in the dishwasher. No, 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 no. You wash these by hand. Put them by the sink and I'll get to them when I get to them. <laughs> well, uh, welcome guys. Uh, we we tried to serenade y'all a little bit. I don't know how that worked out, but you know, it is what it is. You know, we'll, we'll get better. We'll get this thing together. Uh, yes. And we're supposed to have a wine of the week, but um, I don't think we made it to the grocery store. So we're going to be a la carte today. I will start with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I have some um, sangria and I hacked my sangria actually I did my sangria with um, Carlos Rossi sangria mm-hmm. and I also added some Grand Marnier and some E&J so I made that put some fruits in there I got some oranges some apples some sh- some strawberries and um, got them things soaking up in there <laughs> But that's my wine of the week. What you got, Constance? Um, I have my good old faithful Pinot Grigio. Um, it is the what, Winking Owl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Winking Owl Pinot Grigio, a smooth two ninety nine at the Aldi. <laughs> Gets me every time. Mm-hmm. Mo, how about you? The sweet red, a classic. Yes, a classic. Yes, yes, yes. So whatever wine you guys are having with us, please let us please let us know. We would love to know so we can try it out because we like to try new wines. I love to try new wines. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm very um, just in a rut. Like I always drink damn Pinot Grigio like I ain't got no. But if it's your favorite, it's your favorite. It just don't let me down. That good 13% will get me there. Yes. I'm all <laughs> about the percentage, okay, over here in this household. Listen. Percentage makes a big ass difference, but anyway. 
Some people wouldn't agree with me. They want to drink that that five percent shit. The only five percent I'll drink is is Stella Rosa. I will leave Stella Rosa out of this. That's that's something else. Stella Rosa is twenty dollars for no reason. I just it, for real, it, it really is, is overpriced as fuck. <laughs> However, comma it is good. It is delicious. That Stella Rosa Black. So serious. You got to try. You can drink the whole bottle of. It's concerning. You got to try the blueberry one. They got a blueberry one. I've it's heard. so good. It's so good. But it's five percent, so of course you can drink the whole bottle. I can drink the whole bottle. This thirteen percent be okay ish. Okay, ma'am, I can't do that. We're on eight percent over here, and we're <laughs> monitoring the intake. Okay. I have a I have a nine percent or higher um demand for me and myself. Right. Not demand. <laughs> yeah. Don't be bringing that five percent bullshit in my house unless you're bringing me a six pack of something. And that's Seagram's uh, Jamaican Me Happies. Don't, don't you bring me those. That is straight juice unless you bring oh me gosh. something to mix it with. Those were so clutch in college. Yes, and we thought we were doing something. Every First of all, don't think about think. We were, okay? Those were some great broke rich times. We was getting buzzed as fuck in that little dollar bin at the Walmarts. <laughs> Jamaican Me Happies. <laughs> We was getting all the flavors too. All the flavors. Yes. Every cake bag. So good. Who bring yes. in the Jamaican we had? Herb <laughs> put them in the freezer so we can go to Nick's. <laughs> yes, Nick's. And go get us some crab and fried scallops and bring it back to the house. Yes. Good times. Good stuff. Oh my gosh. So <clears throat> I guess this conversation kind of ties into our episode three, which is titled Between a Broke and a Rich Place. Yes. I guess this is we're going to kind of share some stories of kind of like what our whole reason for starting this podcast was was like you know the broke rich lifestyle how it started and how it's still manifesting ever so slightly as we're trying to transition from broke to rich <laughs> we'll see yes. what we can do about it you know don't want to in all public. aspects but you know some of them broke values are going to carry us on into wealth but anywho tis true yeah so i guess what is broke anyways um, so Merriam-Webster defines broke as having no money. <laughs> Point blank. Point period. blank. Period. I'm poor. <laughs> Let's go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Yes. I tried to look and see what they had like a different definition when it nah. comes to what we were looking no. for. And they it said was nah. not there. No. <laughs> Unless it's the past tense of break. That's yes. the only other definition. But for all intents and purposes, it means you ain't got no monies. Facts. No coins. No. <laughs> no however, <laughs> however, when it came to rich, it did show rich is um, defined as having abundant possessions and especially material wealth. But it also had having high value or quality. Or um, I liked as well being well supplied or endowed. Take that as you. Yeah. So like you're rich with something. Right. <clears throat> So I like those definitions, especially the last two, because mm-hmm. um, they don't really have anything to do with wealth or material possessions. They're kind of, they can be perceived um, as anything. Right. So, yeah. and and not to, of course, we're, we, when we think about the broke rich lifestyle, part of it is money, but I think that's part of being truly rich in life is re- recognizing that while money is quite a bit of things, and I'm not going to act like it don't mean a whole lot because it do. Consider the country you live in, okay? (laughs) Capitalism rules it. But, 
However, being rich is not only about money because you can have all the money in the world and still be the most unhappy person. And that, that's scary to me. It used to really just make me think like, how, how terrible is it for you to have all this money, have access to literally whatever you want in the world and you still are unhappy? How the fuck? how that work? I don't know, man. So does that mean, <laughs> like, are you not living right? Like, are you not doing the things you're supposed to do in life? Or are you missing something? Like, cause you know, from the bottom where we are, we see that as like of an epsilon, you know? Yeah. It, that's where we want to be. But they say more money, more problems. Okay. And I'm, that just means my light bill going to be a little bit higher. In my right. <laughs> like I'm going to be trying to choose which seafood do I want to eat today? Okay. How many diamonds do I want in this ring? Which Chanel bag I'm, buy, I'm, I'm buying today? Am I going to spend $50,000 to shop? Girl, people are putting the diamonds in their teeth now. See, those of you who got so much money, that's dumb money. Like money, you just don't know what the fuck to do with yourself no more. You don't know what to do. I ain't gonna lie. I want a grill. I want some bottles. <laughs> I just don't think I can pull one off. I think I'm gonna let that go. No, I think you could. Cause you got some nice teeth. And I need to keep these teeth. <laughs> I'm scared. Not all people that have a, a grill <laughs> end up losing their teeth or neglect their teeth. I know. I don't want permanents. I want to be able to take them out at night. Oh, yeah. They would look cute on Constance. Like, I can see her doing the whole, like, the growl look. Uh Yes. (laughs) That would so fit her in, like, a 90s. Do it! Let's see. I would so do that. (laughs) Yeah. Like the baby. Right. (laughs) I'm bottom of my mouth. Oh, yeah. That is one of my things that I aspire to have. So maybe before I turn 35, 40, I will buy myself a grill. Are we talking about turning 35 already? Okay. Listen. Okay. Listen. But I'm close to 30 or in 30s. So, I mean, it's well, going to happen. Wanda is true to this and not new to this. <laughs> you, Lead, you the way, Lead the way, sis. Lead the way. You coming up on it. I think I will say, like, so even some of those people who do have dumb money, for those of them who were broke at one point, I guess it could go either way. So either they truly do appreciate that money and know what to do with it and recall what it's like to be broke, so they use it well. But some of them, it may have come too quick, and that's how they lose it. Like, because they Mm. just ain't never seen nothing like that. Like, it makes me think it was about, like, my dad and other guys and talking to me about sports. I'd be like, what you talking to me about this for? But they'd be trying to teach me lessons about these people who just have had hard lives and stuff. But some of them, like, they'll get sucked into that, into money, because they ain't never seen that before. Wow. Like, have never experienced that much. It's because, shit, I wouldn't know what to do. I wish that it was a requirement. Like, especially for people who go to college and for people who are in sports. Like, I feel like some kind of money financial course should be, like, taught. And I, yeah. like, it's a requirement for us to take math class, English class, like, you know... Finance is also a big thing. I also we should do like they should have classes. That should be a requirement one on one. But we can't take a finance class. Like, come on. I don't remember taking a finance class, but I remember having to do this like simulation of being on welfare. I think it was a public health course. Yes. Wow. Um, and they gave us our budget and told us to find meals off of that. And of course, you had to go like to the CVS or the gas station and buy little knickknacks that you could find because it was not enough on your daily budget to get a complete meal. So that kind of taught me, oh my gosh, you can't take the your finances for granted because the alternative is straight trash. And then of course with that limited budget, now we're looking at additional health issues that you can't get out of mm-hmm. because you don't have the finances and unfortunately food is not priority. What about a car to get to work to 
try to make more money or heat. Yeah, <laughs> cold for real. winter's night. And sometimes food is like, have to be made. Right, exactly. I agree. See, that, that's the type of stuff I wish they would teach kids in high school. You know, because everybody isn't going to get to college just because either they're not taught like that, that, you know, that they need to go. Some people recognize that they don't need to go and that there's stuff that they're good at. They don't actually need a college degree for, but they still don't know basic shit, like how to budget their money, how to not live in that cycle or even be sucked into it. But, but there are some advantages I would think to being broke. And there are. So the national debt relief says that there are three benefits to being broke. Number one, you will learn how to live with less, which we all know that we have. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, you will learn to value what cannot be taught, which is our friendships. I think we develop our friendships out of our broke phase in college. And that's something (laughs) I don't think that could have been developed any other way. And appreciated this far along in life you can't yeah some sense of community is is formulated for sure for sure for sure yeah and number three you will learn the importance of being prepared okay you're never going to be prepared for adulting so let's just uh add an addition (laughs) to that statement you can try but things just happen what's that that's like an amendment yes let's add that on there you will learn to try to be prepared. I mean, life hits you hard. Like, there was a commercial like that when it says life hits you hard. That that shit is serious. It does hit you hard, okay? I remember one day I was coming from the dentist's office, and I was on my way home, and I was driving, and I was trying to pass this car, and I got over, and I pressed the gas, and my car was like, hey, poop, 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 poop. And I was like, oh, hell, <laughs> the light my car like spluttering i'm like oh man then i'm like i don't think i can make it when i put you down girl it wasn't even ruby it's it's macy what yes so i go ahead and i pull over and i go in the parking lot i lift my hood up it's shit smoking i'm like oh lord but i mean luckily if i really would have known what was going on i could have made it home because it was just it was time for me to change my spark plugs or whatever Okay. But you know that that thing, like all I was trying to do was just pass this car so I can get over to get off on my exit. And then the next thing I know, my car was like, Hey man, I can't take you no more. We went as far <laughs> as we could go. And this is all I could do with you today. I'm sorry. I can't believe Macy sputtered it on you on the fucking interstate. Girl, I was so I really scared. Thought you were talking about- Yo, they just put Ruby down last year. Oh, bless her. She made it from 97 to what, 2020. Damn. Can you imagine? I can't. Ruby got your day to be. Sometimes see. Oh, for for sure. Listen, we had some good times in that car. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Ruby was a college staple. Talk about riding dirty. Honey. We was in there. As long as I had it, I don't care. Okay? Right. Correct. And in this heat, Honey. imagine if somebody picks you up for a date and he has See? no air. Like, I need to... Honey. Just don't come pick me up. I'll, <laughs> I'll find a you. way. I'll meet oh. you there. Look, let's it's meet too at the hot park. in these streets. Right? We'll meet at the park. Or something. Not not the park, because it's not outside. It's too hot. Well, Take me yeah. to the restaurant. 
the restaurant. Can we can go to the movies. You are clear to take me to the movies. I love the movies. I love... You're always <laughs> clear to take me to the movies. I love the movies. Why does no one consider that a day anymore? Oh, times. Anyway. Oh, God. Y'all. <laughs> we say all that to say that you can never be prepared in life. Honestly, like, but, and even... But mm. I do think, like, that comes with <clears throat> finances. So I guess that could be a benefit because you have to learn how to set money aside for situations like that. But, like, when you in a situation, like, with Mo's, like, say her class taught her how to live on welfare, like, you can't. You just gonna miss something. You gonna miss rent that month or something. Something. There won't be a rent. Right. There just won't be a rent. Things will have to be sacrificed. You're gonna have to learn to know people. You're gonna have to learn how to negotiate. And that is really gonna kill some of these young people. Yo, I didn't realize, like, how many young people, I'm talking, like, teenagers, like, they are so used to texting and social media to communicate like they act, they don't want to talk to people they don't want to have a conversation like with customer service they don't want to get on the phone and talk they don't want to get out and actually have a conversation with somebody to figure shit out it's crazy as hell to me i don't know how they live because i be having to go in there and finesse listen let, let me let me holler at you real quick okay <laughs> <laughs> i've written the smoothest email to people i have gotten people on the phone like I just, I need you to know, you got to put on, you know, a code switch, put on your customer service voice. Hi, my name is Constance. I'm trying to um, get in touch with someone who can help me with this water bill. Listen, I don't know what happened. I tried to pay it and it didn't go through. Uh, I don't know if it was something on your end or mine, uh, but you know, something else has gone out and I don't have any more money. Can we, can we work out a payment plan or something? I don't know how they do it. I really don't. Yes, for the script, which I will say. <laughs> And use what absolutely needed. Like, you got to be able to try and hurry up with it. Because sometimes the struggle, okay, you got to figure out which which bill you're going to pay. Like, listen, I have known many a times when I was broke. Like, many a times. But one time that really got me was when I, like, had to decide where I was going to put my money. Like, am I going to use this last 20 to put some gas in this car so I can get this fucking internship that's 15 miles away? For a class that I need to pass, how hungry am I? Do I really need breakfast? <laughs> Can I like salvage whatever I had for dinner last night and then just wolf down lunch at the schoolhouse? Are they gonna give it to me for free? Mm. Can I put that on credit until I get some food? Is somebody gonna be nice enough to give me some chocolate when I get to the schoolhouse? <laughs> what am I gonna chocolate? eat for dinner, honey? Anything. These children be carrying around candy. They'll find. I will find a way. A snicker will literally hold you through. Really? Yes. Many a times I've been hungry and I just grab a Snicker and I'm good. You know, I don't think I actually, I mean, they say that if you're hungry, grab a Snicker. But I don't think I actually ever did it. It's tried and true. I don't have that option. I could die. But for those (laughs) (laughs) you do your thing. Those with peanut allergies, I'm not willing to risk my life for that. But, you know, a Hershey bar maybe. I don't know. Maybe it'll curve it. Oh, no, but it's probably the peanuts is probably what helps sustain you, though. Yeah, right. that's what I and so here. the Lord did not want me to be sustained by healthiness mm-hmm. because I can't eat none of those. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm more upset that I'm allergic to dogs and cats than I am that I can't eat peanut butter. I don't give a damn about peanut butter and peanuts. <laughs> I'm sad that I can't have a pet. Okay? That's what I'm I, mad about. I don't know. That peanut butter be put sometimes. Yeah. Bye. A good PB&J? Girl, sometimes I could just do the peanut butter with the bread, get you some vegetable soup, dip that thing up in there. Girl. Excuse me? 
Yes. Cut it out. Yes. Y'all dip grilled cheeses and soup, not peanut butter sandwiches. Huh, no, no. Oh, you didn't dip. In, in, in school, we got peanut butter sandwiches. Y'all got grilled you cheese know what? sandwiches in school? Oh, I'm missing. What the ham sandwich? I'm missing Listen, out. Everybody does things differently. My parents used to tell me they used to give them full-blown cinnamon rolls with spaghetti. Don't ask My me My mom why. said the same thing. And I I'm guess like, the budget changed. <laughs> Clearly, because... <laughs> I ain't never seen no cinnamon roll. Oh, I got garlic bread. We didn't even get that shit. We just and got it. Was, okay, and first of all, the garlic bread was the bun. Okay. They, they put some butter and some garlic on that damn bun. The hot dog bun? <laughs> Nigga, they no. put garlic it was, butter. It was, garlic a ham, it, was a ham, it was a hamburger bun, but you got mm. your little round. You can only get half. You get the top half, bottom half. You get your little round, and you get your little spaghetti and meat. You know what they balls. said? We gonna make do, and you gonna like this garlic bread that we okay. serving you. Damn it. Okay, but when I was at high school and we had fried chicken Fridays, at mm. least like one, it was like one Friday out the month or something, or maybe Jeez. two Fridays out the month, and they gave us fried chicken. And at that point, when I was in school, like you didn't have like this thing or whatever, trying to make people healthy. So we had a canteen with sodas in the back. So you get you some fried chicken with the rice and gravy and, so, and a soda from out the canteen. Yo. See, you be, you be sleeping on going to school in the country because at least you had good food. We never had no damn fried shit. We what? Fried, no, we never had fried chicken. Never. Not oh. even on Oriental Day? Oh, Oriental what? Day? What the? What? What is that? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Madam, No. <laughs> <laughs> we cut this part out. You gonna go back and tell me what Oriental Day is? <laughs> I'm gonna bring back to like you ain't say it. <laughs> Come back. What was so Oriental, Oriental Day? Day was the day that we had like egg rolls and little fried oh. chicken, and they no. tried to cater it to like Chinese food, basically Hell to no. me, <clears throat> but no. on a school budget. Fuck no. We, we did never not that have cool. that. I ain't we... never had no egg rolls. No. No. <laughs> That no. was good. Like every never. That was like the one day that everybody showed up for lunch and ate for the most part. It makes me wonder where the hell all that money went at this quote unquote four or five A fucking school that we went to because it sure as shit wasn't to the food. But we also had outside vendors come. So like Monday, yeah, we had outside vendors come to ours. It's probably why they didn't give us no good food in the actual cafeteria. Their fries were good though. Like Monday we had pizza. Tuesday like Subway would come. Wednesday. Somebody else would come. I forgot who. Arby's came on Wednesday. Thursday, somebody else came, and then Friday, Chick Fil A would come. Girl, what shut up! You don't get to you don't get to participate in this conversation. You had Arby's catered your lunch at school? No, no, no. You had to buy the shit. They came, oh. and you had to buy extra. You couldn't use your lunch money for that shit. You had to have it in your pocket. And that, by the time I got to be a senior, I was get I was just a greedy hoe. Okay. I was going outside and getting my fucking foot long from Subway, bought two sandwiches, peeled the cheese off, went through the line, got me a big ass sweet tea, got me some fries, and I and I ate it all. Um, <laughs> had everything first, in there. First of all, I am offended because my little 1A school did not have these opportunities afforded to us. That's why you actually had good ass food cooked for you, dear. I didn't say all the food was good. I mean, most of the time. Okay. I mean, it that was That peanut butter and soup don't sound good. It's good. You have to try it. It is so good. You get your don't vegetable it, soup and you get I don't like I don't like the jelly. I don't need the jelly with my vegetable soup, but you get your 
it. To you get your peanut butter sandwich and dip that thing up in there? Girl, I'll make you some one day. Don't worry about it. I know the recipe. <laughs> All right, y'all tell me sometimes y'all was broke. I, I told you about time when I felt the most broke. When was y'all feeling broke? My adult experience of knowing I was broke was when I had to use the Chick-fil-A app for lunch. It was the only means by which I could have a lunch. But, oh, I'm so grateful <laughs> that I had enough points to get me, like, a little sandwich, a little fry, ask for a large cup of water, and it was bomb. I started doing. to cry when I left work because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to eat for lunch. There might have been a small balance I had to cover, but then I had a few coins in the car, and we were Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, it's good. It's cool when you don't have to sacrifice good food, like even though you know you broke. Uh, my situation uh, was not as delicious as Chick Fil A, but it was um, made with love. It was good. <laughs> so um, I was working as a technician, and back then technicians only got paid like eight fifty. I think I think it's the highest I ever made as a technician, maybe nine dollars. And I was broke and it wouldn't I didn't get my paycheck yet and I couldn't buy nothing through the drive through, nothing in the grocery store. So we just had to sift through what was here at the house. Uh my then boyfriend, um, finance. Yes, <laughs> the like, fiance. Yeah, the fiance. <laughs> Was like, we're going to make this work. Okay. We'll, let's see what we got. And Mo was on the phone. She knows she was there getting spirit on the phone. And he was like, oh, we got this soup. We got this meat. We got this. We got this. Oh, we got a meal right here. Don't worry. We're going to feed you. And I probably was some of the best soup I probably had in my life. I don't know if it was because I was hungry as hell or because it was made with love but that was definitely a broke moment in my life when i had to like dig in the cabinets like old mother hubbard to find <laughs> something but that was such a learning moment like we yeah. we think we don't have the things that we need and then we realize yeah. you really have an abundance of what you need right there More you just gotta enough. like go through what you have yeah and be creative for real Seriously. Yeah, I think um, a part of being quote unquote broke and actually surviving through it is actually being creative. Like you have to. Yeah, it's your mindset. It really, it. I mean, for real, it is your whole paradigm. Because honey, there sometimes like just a, some grits. Oh shit, that's gonna hold me. Pasta? Shit. All you gotta do is find, I mean, tomato sauce is cheap as shit at the store. You could find, if you save your change, I know that sounds crazy as hell, but I know all y'all got a little cup holder or something in your car. When they hand you that change, I hope you use cash, just fuck that, fuck that change, just drop that shit, and you'll just start picking out them quarters. It'll it take you somewhere. Gonna get you some right. tomato sauce out of <laughs> wherever. Boil you some noodles, bam, a meal, and it'll hold you. <laughs> Voila. This country girl is here for the grits. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, I love some grits now. The grits will hold you all the way down, and all you need is some water. And for those of you that don't like grits, and you creamy wheat people, same diff. Facts. It costs about the same. So, I mean, whatever. Cheap and easy. So, what do you guys think um, constitutes brokenness? And um, have mm -hmm. we already know that we've been broke before. So, there are, I think we came up with four things. So I want to know what category you guys think you was in. So the first one is living paycheck to paycheck, living above your means, mismanaging money, 
and not being able to save your money. I'm going to go with uh, mismanaging your money a little bit and then slash life because I got caught up in like credit card debt, but I was living my best life. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed every moment of it. Mm-hmm. And then life happened and then I wasn't able to pay them back. So I can't say that I completely mismanaged because I feel like I'm responsible enough that I would have paid it back. But then life happened and now you're just dealing with the consequences of your actions. Right. So that's the category I fall in. Um, I'm going to say living paycheck to paycheck and also mismanaging money because, and I think the reason I was living paycheck to paycheck is because I was mismanaging my money. So they kind (laughs) of went hand in hand. Like when I didn't think about how I used it and like paid attention to where my money was going, it just flew everywhere. And then I was like, oh shit, I ain't got no money. You know, oh God damn, I forgot about that bill that comes out on this date and not that date. I get paid on the 25th and this shit comes out the 17th and I'm broke as hell. And it's like, I'm in the negative. It's like, what? Wait, why are you taking this money out? I ain't got paid yet. Right. Savage Fancy. Cut them off. Put them on hold again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would say that I have experienced all four. Like I legit, in my lifetime... Oh, yeah. Like, I have experienced all four. I went paycheck to paycheck, obviously, because we had to make that soup some kind of way. Uh, living above my means, I definitely did that, like, my freshman year of college, thinking I'm trying to live the life. Uh, mismanaging money, that's a part of living above my means for me. And definitely, that was an experience. Not being able to save money because I was living paycheck to paycheck was another thing. So I experienced all four of these in my life. Um, oh, I know we're talking about in our lives. That was, I'm just that, saying. Experience all four. I'm experiencing all four. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, but what? I, I mean, I guess what constitutes brokenness? <clears throat> I would think. Thinking monetary, and that's. I mean, the way we're thinking monetarily right now, it would be all of these things, like right. you not having the money. You, I feel like being broke means you. Your circumstances control your decision making you don't you don't you're not in control of what you get to do right like like in my head you got what you need but you don't have what you want right in my head like you broke like you you got what you need like you can survive but you but that's it that's all you're doing you are straight up surviving you're eating to survive you're doing just the bare minimum you're going to work you're coming back home you ain't making no unnecessary trips nowhere you're not spending money that don't need to be spent like you're down to your last motherfucking Pinty. Okay. And you doing what you for, need to be doing, not what you want to be doing. Mm. And you looking for that deposit to hit at midnight. Mm. Every pay period. The night before. Well, uh, <laughs> Eight o'clock okay. the night before. <laughs> well, you know exactly when your check finna hit. This is about to hit at 6.57 p.m. on August 25th. That's when my next paycheck's coming through. I'm going to have these other checks because I'm working on this weekend and that weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To me, yeah. you know, you don't have time. You, there is no fun. You're surviving. That's what brokenness means to me. Yeah, I can agree with that. I know, but it's so hard to be honest, one, with yourself, and then the people around you that I'm in my broke phase. Because I feel like this could be my own insecurity, but, like, telling people, oh, I can't make it, girl. I can't go out to the movies this week. (laughs) I can't do it. And then in the back of your mind, you start to think, like, damn, I know they're probably thinking, Monique always broke her. You know, such and such, you can't ever make it to this or that. But then maybe somebody else invites you to something that you can make it to. And then outsiders looking in think, oh, well, she makes time for whatever she wants to make. No, bitch, they invited me to something free. All I had to do was show up. (laughs) It didn't cost me nothing. I ate before I left. I took a bottle of water. And then I came up 
brought my ass back home. Right. See, like, I'm not afraid to say those things. Now, there are some days, there's just like some shit that I just kind of refuse to miss out on. Like right now, there are several trips that I'm just refusing to miss out on. And I know it. I'm not insecure about it. I know I'm living a little above my means right now. And that's okay. That is okay. Because I always take time to be like, nah, bitch, I'm cool off that. I love you. But I, I ain't got no motherfucking money. I'm poor. <laughs> I have to remind people I'm a teacher. Okay. And I spend money in a certain way for a little while. And I don't know what it is about fall lately, but the past like three years or so in between August and October, all types of shit to do. Just swamp with shit. And then I'm cool. November, December, don't ask me to go nowhere. I can't, I can't make it. <laughs> is it free? Am I paying $15 or less? Because if that's the case, I, I might be able to go. If I got time, if I'm not trying to be alone. Because usually Sometimes I'm to myself. You just want to be alone. I just want to introvert. I just want to just, I just don't want to talk to people. I love you, but I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Leave me alone. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but I don't mind telling people like, no, I ain't got it. I've been overspending like a motherfucker and I do not have it this month. I got to catch back up on my finances. This credit card is screaming at me and has been for months and I can't do it. Not the <laughs> Bitch, I got to check in on the savings, and there's nothing in my savings. Okay. <laughs> my debt is high. <laughs> I have an entire tiny starter home with the student loans that I have. My credit card is in a place it should not be, and I know better. I've read most of the stupid-ass Dave Ramsey book. It's not stupid. It's actually really good. But I know better. I know I know better. But shit happens, and I got carried away. I got carried away. So there's that. Hmm. I can relate for sure. But I also have the issue of grabbing hold to money so tight that I don't want to spend it on shit. Yeah. Like, um, so like we made a plan at work for us as a group of girls to go out and get like, you know, go to the high end mall and like buy some designer. Right. So it was time to go. And I was like, Ooh, <laughs> this money though. Like, I really don't want to drop this. Like, I could be saving this money. And then EJ was like, yo. And I was like, but, like, this, you th I could put this money in my bank account versus spending it on this bag. And he was just like, yo, sometimes you just need to spend the money. You can't save it all. And I was just like, okay. But the thing about it, like, I felt so guilty about it. That bag stayed downstairs for a week. Then, still in the packaging. Then it went upstairs the next week. Still in the package. <laughs> so that my friends at work was like, oh, did you wear your bag yet? I was like, no, it's still at home in the packaging. And it was like jaw drop. Like you paid this money for this bag and you ain't even use it yet. And I was just like, oh, I was just, I was just waiting for the right time. <laughs> it's for special occasions like your wedding. So yes. So I was just like, okay, I'm gonna use it. And I took it out the packaging, girl. And I fell in love with it, like I fell in love with it at the store. And I was mm -hmm. like, oh, look at my bag. And then I was happy again. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no exchanges. But it's just that thing. Like, I have, like, I think because I experienced the being broke and then going through grad school and living off one check for a semester and, like, having to look forward to that check every semester, I think it kind of puts something in me to where I just want to kind of save as much as possible. Cause I feel like before I would be like, Oh, all I look at is $30, but I'm about to spend this $10 on this outfit and this other $10 on some food. And we'll worry about it when I get my paycheck in a week or so. 
It's the outfit for me because <laughs> when it's on clearance. <laughs> and you know it how just, to find a good clearance. I do. And it just. It's a gift. I don't even it's know disrespectful do it. to leave it there. It's disrespectful when you can get when you can get like a beautiful top or a dress or something for like a third of the price. It's so wrong to leave it. And see, that's a place. See, I guess again, it's it's where you value that shit. Like, right? See, I feel like if I find a sale on crab legs, that's where my money's going. Fuck <laughs> that outfit. I would like to buy five pounds of crab legs because they're on sale for seven ninety nine at Kroger. It's oh. a sensual voice for me. I mean, they're not right now, but but you know, in those times where Kroger was having real sales, I don't know Bruh. what the hell is going. They, I'm telling you, they've told me since like Rona times, because that's when I we want to talk about saving some damn money. Us not going on a trip when Rona was out. Nobody wanted to go anywhere. I had too much money. Well, not too much money, but I had a good bit of money. I was like. I need to go get me some crab. Girl, and they had them legs on sale every other week. Every other week. Every other week. And $7.99 pound. See, Monique, now that's where my head was going. (laughs) I don't have a Kroger's near me. I know. (laughs) Like, my Kroger's has always valued food over other things. I've now, sir, just now gotten into shopping. Went to Steve Madden. I was like, oh, these heels are usually a hundred and something dollars. They don't sell for six three. Oh, let me get those. I might wear those. Okay. I'm so proud of you. I'm so shamed. Oh, God. This is the most impulsive thing I've ever done. <laughs> then went and dropped $200 at Ikea. But see, that was for the house, right? Yeah. I mean, but are you happy with your purchase? Mm-hmm. Right. That's the important part. Like, yeah, you, a- I mean, I... I think once you get happy, you bring it home and you look at it and you're like, yes, I'm happy that I made this purchase. Like, you don't think about how much money you spend. Like, you don't think about it later when somebody's actually, oh, how much that costs? And you'd be like, oh, I spent whatever. But, like, if it made you happy, then sometimes you have to put your happiness over other things. Right. But I do have As to long as it's not, like, like, affecting other people. Because I feel like our decisions would be, definitely be different if we had dependents. Oh, God, yeah. Facts. Or, or if you can't keep your lights on. Now, if you bought these $200 worth of stuff from Ikea and your lights about to be off, like, we need to have an something. intervention. I, I don't spend money on shit until my bills are paid. Like, my grocery, the way I budget is different. Y'all know me. I Y'all know I got to spend cash. I have to because cash hurts. It hurts me when it leaves me, but it lets me know how much I got left. Like, it's like, okay, bitch, you better slow down and look at what the fuck you got in that motherfucking refrigerator. You better start heating up some shit that's old. You better be looking through them cabinets, figuring out what you're finna eat, ho, because you got $60, and it's August 12th. You don't get oh, paid no. till the 25th, and it's been like that many a month. And it's like, slow your roll, ho. You better pull out that repairs budget. You can pull out that entertainment and not go nowhere. Like, you better figure it the fuck out, because you. this is it. You ain't got. You can't be swiping that card, because you ain't really going to have the shit then. I feel you, girl. That's when you have to go to the parents' house to be like, what y'all got in here? And I did do it. I do it. <laughs> That's my thing. That's my go-to. So shout out to the parentals that yes. still hold the adult children down. Yes, Lord. Because y'all kids should be coming in clutch. And then she'll, my mama called me and be like, Monique, you took this and this? I'm like, yo. So you're going to go to the store and buy it again? <laughs> you know it doesn't affect you. Right. Just go to the store. You got it. You good. You good. I didn't even ask for nothing else this month. You good. So, like, since we're on the subject, can y'all think of, like, a specific story of where you felt like you weren't going to make it? Like, you weren't going to make it to August 25th. Like, you, like, like, whoo, Lord. You was praying every uh, night. Okay? uh, Directly. Something. 
directly after I moved out of my parents' house and into this one. I, because I was able to save so much at their house. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I was able to save damn near $1,000 a month. But then when I moved in here, I bought furniture and I was buying this and buying that and like, um, mm-hmm. way better Target. So and then I didn't have as much cushion, honey. <laughs> when I tell you the 25th of that month, the 25th of November crept close so slowly. <laughs> And I was so thankful, like the most thankful Thanksgiving I had ever had in my whole fucking life. I lived off that Thanksgiving food until I got paid. Cause I was like, ain't no, ain't no, because I had nothing. I had nothing. I had nothing in my savings account. I had, I mean, maybe $10 to my name. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm making six, seven plates before <laughs> anybody comes and makes a second plate this year. And I'm putting that shit in my car. Or in the refrigerator upstairs where nobody can see it. I don't want nobody saying shit to me. And I lived off that shit. I lived off that shit until the end of the month. I didn't even spend my money on nothing but bills. And when mm. I got my money on the 25th, the struggle. So again, a shout out yeah. to those parental units who are still taking care of their <laughs> children. Because we need you. We love you and we value you. Listen, I had a cousin. His mom sent a uh, maid spaghetti and she and some other meal i think it was like roast beef or something and she sent it to him like she overnighted it to him in college oh talking about next level and you know overnight that's like 25 30 but shout out to her those are the parents that we adore yes that's the real mvp right there you spent 25 30 dollars on a meal that was probably 25 no, girl, spaghetti about five dollars. No, but the roast okay. beef though, right. like with the roast yeah. beef and the spaghetti combined, and that's probably like twenty. Overnight, yeah, real love. That is love and adoration <laughs> for your child. Sundays, Sunday meals come in clutch too, though. Oh yeah, I appreciate that's the right. leftovers. Yeah. I don't know when was the time I felt like I wasn't gonna make it through. Probably last month, because I was like, Lord, if the, if if any one thing happens, it's a wrap. I'm so just gonna easy. break down crying. <laughs> The only reason I feel like I felt like I wasn't going to make it through because, you know, we were trying to finalize the podcast, other things launched, and it was just a lot going on, a lot of expenses, and I'm just, I got overwhelmed. Yeah. So that could have been the reason. Um, And then, of course, it was like right before paycheck. And I had like enough, but there was nothing for extra. Like, I probably had enough to get one more tank full of gas and then that was it mm. yeah it's like we gonna, what other account have i hidden money in that i, mm-hmm. oh, yes. that I can yes. ride through and pull because yes. you be looking or, for those spaces where you hid money for an emergency it's an emergency it's an emergency <laughs> <laughs> to that window like <laughs> you know why i'm here this is why but, like, i can't with savings in the bank account it don't work for me my my bad habit is like buying stuff I know I don't need right right then. Girl. I don't <laughs> even know. have the energy to take shit back, which is Facts. why I take so long to shop. This is why I really can't shop for clothes and shoes like that, because it's like, listen, bitch, if I buy you and you fuck around don't fit, <laughs> you go into a good home for free, ho, because I'm not going back to that store. I am not finding this goddamn receipt. I'm not getting sitting in that customer service line. I'm not doing it. I know I'm not. I won't even send shit back to Amazon. Then I got to find the box. I got to print the shit out. I got to hope they come to my doorstep. Do I got to take it somewhere? It's so much. It's just, it's just a whole lot, a whole lot. Of, and I don't want to do none of that. 
Right. So it's going to a good home. I got sports bras in there that my mama refused to take back that don't fit my titties. I got to find somebody to give them to. <laughs> my titties ain't big enough. But that's crazy. I mean, I, it's usually, but my my the only place that I do that with is probably like Walmart or something somewhere that I'm already gonna go back to anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, I my uh, time of when I felt like I was not gonna make it through is when I graduated from graduate school and I had to move back home because the job opportunity that I was looking for was not responding. They left me on red. I was like, hello? I mean, you want me? I'm about to move home. You sure you don't need me right now? And they was like, crickets. And I was like, well, I gotta get this money (laughs) to move my shit back home and to live home. I mean, it worked out. You know, everything happens for a reason because Mm -hmm. it worked out so I was able to stay home and study and pass my exams. However, comma, my ass was broke, okay? When I said broke, y'all remember um, with the bitmoji when the fly would come out the wallet? That was me. (laughs) (laughs) That was me. And then the thing is, like, I hate to ask people for money. Like, I could be like, I need it. And I just, I'm not going to ask you because I don't, I guess it's pride. I don't know what it is, but I'm just not, I'm just not. Yeah. And I also don't want people, I don't want to be like a charity case or, you know, like give handout. Right. So I was living off whatever gifts y'all gave me to, uh, for my graduation, living off that. I got electricity and cable and whatever else I needed for free when I moved back in with my sister and my brother-in-law. Of course, I had to, you know, be a um, a fake old pair for those couple of months that I was there. <laughs> but not a fake old pair. Yeah, they was they was abusing those um, privileges just a little bit. Like, when was I gonna study if you want me to take your child here and there? I'm just saying. But, you know, whatever. But, you know, it was a time my brother-in-law was like, oh, I'm going to take your car to go somewhere. I ain't got no gas in that bitch. Go right ahead. <laughs> go and put some gas in there. Hey, he took my car. He come back. He said, I put gas in your car. He said, don't you ever let your car get that little again. You better ask us for some money if you need money. Then they start giving me an allowance, girl. Oh, the blessings. <laughs> See? But, girl, right the allowance wasn't up but like $25, $50 a week. That, shit, that's how much gas it takes to fill my damn car. <laughs> Cause you know I gotta use premium for that bitch. So that's it. Oh, like, what is that? That's not doing anything. I have credit card bills. <laughs> See, I am broke. an adult. Yes, with credit See, card bills. That's broke. You had just enough to survive. They fed you. Just and they got you some gas. You know. And I, I think I have a screenshot of one, um, one of my friends was like, oh, you a pharmacist now? You got money. I sent him a screenshot of my dog on of my bank account that said I had five dollars in it. Not the five dollars you have to use to make the account. Five dollars. That that five dollars don't even count. <laughs> like I, when I said I was broke, I was broke. Oh, like it was hard times. Like yeah. that. That pisses you off. Yo, that happened. So that happened to me once in college. Like I looked at my bank account and you know how they show you the summary or whatever on the app. And it mm. was like, oh, you got this much money. I was like, oh, I got money. I could do this. But it was in the negative. Like I had negative the, that much money. Because they, oh. 
That's oh. fucked up. I thought yes. you meant you was looking at the at the current because mine is an asshole. It'll show you the current and then down there, real tiny and gray, it'll show you the actual available. Like it'll say yes. currently because yeah. it ain't turning. It ain't mm-hmm. still pending and shit. It'd be yeah. like currently 190 available, negative two cents. Yes, yeah. it hurts because they charge you every time you swipe that card again, and they don't stop you. They say, "Oh, no. you keep swiping." They don't decline oh, yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I don't think decline. They only decline you when you take out too much money in a day. At that point, I actually did have the money. No, I, I didn't got so scared because of the negatives I've been in and only having the five dollars that it keeps to activate the damn account. Mm-hmm. That like when I see a certain number, I don't. I stop spending. I I act as though it, I'm man. in the negatives. Because I'm like, I don't know what else is going to come out later. Like, I know, but I can never remember the dates, which is something I got to get better at. It's like writing down every single date of when it comes out every month. But I'm just like, okay, it's at, we'll say $200. If I'm at $200 in my checking, then I'm like, okay, either I'm going to remove it from another part of my budget that I've already allotted money, Mm -hmm. and I know why I'm using that money, Mm -hmm. or else I ain't doing shit with it. Like, I'm going to deal with the cash that I have, and when I run out of cash, I'm poor and I'm broke, and I ain't got shit (laughs) until the 25th, because otherwise... If I don't tell myself I ain't got no money, I will have nothing. Because <laughs> I know me. I will spend every dime that's in there, whether I need the shit or not. So I guess that, that's your it's technique for making it through, right? Yeah. I have to tell myself, like, girl, you need, to, you need to slow it down. You're getting low. You're I mean, you know you're you know you getting low when you nervous to look at that bank account. It's the prayer before it opens. <sighs> yes. Well, it is buffering me to open enough. up. Look, the, your heart's starting to flutter and the palpitations come. You get hot. Mm-mm. You're like, damn. If you get stressed over your bank account because you're not sure what's going on, yeah, it's time probably to stop spending or at least to sit down and do a little quickie budget and see what else you need to get rid of and then see how much you're going to have after. I, um, I still don't have, I only have two bills on auto pay. And that's because they give me a discount for having it on AutoPay. I'm still not comfortable with having my shit on AutoPay. I don't give a how, I don't give a damn how much money I make. Whether I become a millionaire or a thousandaire, multi thousand, I refuse. Like I'm like the only reason why this shit is on AutoPay is because you told me you was gonna give me a discount every month for putting it on AutoPay. Other than that, like I'm not putting you on no AutoPay electricity yeah. bill. You think after that shit that happened, especially after that shit that happened in Texas when they was charging the people like tens of thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for their electricity bill because of the thing that happened during the storm? Hell no, that's just confirmation. I am not putting anything on auto pay. It's definitely a challenge. Um, I remember, I think Bank of America took out like two payments. From a car, I called them with the most unholy conversation because I don't know what you thought was going to happen when you did that, but I need you to run that payment back now, immediately. And, and the, thing what, about, the thing about it, when they take those payments out, they'll be like, oh, it'll take three to five business days for it to go back in your account. Bitch, it didn't take that long for you to take it out. Hello? Now, did they give you your money back? I don't even remember. I'm so mad. <laughs> I think they did, or they tried to... No, actually, they didn't. They forced me what? to take it as a credit for the the month after. Damn. That's some bullshit. That was complete bullshit. I remember that because that was the one time I had to ask my mom for money. And I was just like, oh my God, she's like the one person you'd never want to ask for money. Something about those parents, they'd be like, you know, if I give you this money, then what you going to do with it? Why you need it? What you See, do with your hand? Yeah. And that's right. not what... See, <laughs> you ask too many questions, you madam, ask, sir. You either are going to give me this 
or you're not. Or not. And just say you're not. Like, don't let it come with all these stipulations, rules, regulations. Like, just just run it to me or don't. And it's okay if you don't. I, I mean, I'm, I'm aware of how to struggle because I, if I if I wasn't aware, I I wouldn't have known like to not come to you because I didn't want to fucking come to you anyway. <laughs> That's why I've struggled in the past because right I didn't want I wanted to avoid this. Right. This was a last resort conversation, but I would honestly rather struggle than ask them for money. I would definitely go over. Yeah. That's why we go over to the house and be like, y'all cooking. (laughs) I eat me this summer trying to struggle, making it through with the $5 in my bank account. I got an allowance in college and felt like a raggedy nigga. Girl, but I was about 30. (laughs) It's okay. That just goes to show you that you can't, you you can't assume that you're going to be at a certain age and be established in life. It's just not going to happen. It's okay. One of my phone bills still paid. I don't pay Girl. that. Okay. First of all, I, I don't just, pay that. I just started paying the phone bill when I graduated college so. and got a job. So, girl, I've been having my phone bill paid since 2007. 2000, 2007 to 2019. <laughs> I can't get on with you, Monique. I can't even listen to you. I think looks the way she looks. I don't know when I'm going to be established. I really don't. The dependence. <laughs> the dependence I want a damn home. badge of honor with a phone shape. Cause Monique has to pay that every month. Girl, that. Monique, I 2007, 2019, I ain't pay a phone bill. I ain't pay a car insurance. I ain't pay a car payment. Like, <laughs> whatever bills I pay was bills incurred. So I, this, these are my bills. These are why. But you know. Okay, so now that we done had this discussion about money, what what lessons do you guys um uh, where do you think the lessons about money should start? As soon as possible. As in, like, out the womb as soon as possible? <laughs> <laughs> Not out the womb. <laughs> I mean, I would think when they're coherent enough, because, I mean, I can attest, children are really like sponges. Some things may be a little too much to grasp, but, like, understanding money itself. Like, what is it? What's it used for? Most kids know what money is used for, but they have no true concept of the cost of things. Like, you know, like, kids think you can live off of $1,000. You can buy a million-dollar house with a 1000 Like, you can pay your mortgage and all of your bills and eat good stuff and travel with $1,000. That's, like, a lot right. of money to them. Or I think sometimes they don't have a concept of what it takes to obtain the money so right they know what a job is but they don't know how taxes come out you know Mm -hmm. they think like if i get paid ten dollars an hour they think i'm getting paid under the table body like so if i work five hours i got fifty dollars no baby more like 25 (laughs) and i don't even know how taxes work which is another (laughs) whole problem so the thing about taxes it's all about a tax bracket so it's it's income based and it's based on what tax bracket you fall on based on your income Mm -hmm. or what income they think you're going to have for the year based on how much you've made on your paychecks. So the lower tax bracket gets taxed the most. Yeah. So basically if they think that you're going to be like at the top tier, they're going to tax you more than they would somebody who's at the bottom. I hate to use that term at the bottom, but but at the bottom of the tax bracket, not necessarily at the bottom of income and I think or people life should be able to enjoy what they make but damn like if i ain't making shit why are you taxing me more 
That's retarded. And then also you have these people who are billionaires, trillionaires, millionaires who are getting taxed. How much? Okay. And I don't get it because it's like you have more money than you know even what to do with. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to find a place to put your money. So I don't understand why. Well, I do understand why, but it still pisses me off. Like you think you're doing some fucking great shit with philanthropy, bitch. Why don't you vote to have some of your taxes taken out? For me. Okay. For me. For me. Yes. How about that shit? Yeah, because I wonder if our mindsets would change though when if we ever were to get in that position. Girl, I'm quite sure it would. If I was oh, God, the yeah. next, if I was the next Jeff Bezos, I would be like, "You, you texted me for what? No, let me call my accountant." I'm, I'm on the keyboards right now. Mm-hmm. But like, as someone who, and I'm like Jeff Bezos. I mean, he came out of the garage or whatever. But like, I just feel like yeah, you should understand. Yeah, like you understand, like where we are. There's people that are still there, but like, there are just, people who are like, "Oh well, pull yourself up by your bootstraps." Because but that's okay. First I used of all, to be there, and easy. now I'm there. Now I'm here, and I've earned this, and I don't need to be having all my money taken away. Why you? Why you got the country? Board? Because that's how I feel about it. That's how I feel about it. Because it's fucking stupid. But I mean, not everybody. Foolish is that accent? Damn it. And so. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, ma'am. Not everybody is awarded that, though. Like, even though we, as the colors of any colors, the minorities, are pulling ourselves up by our bootstraps, there's still things to knock us down. There are still people who are wanting to knock us down. Maybe so that's it's not a whole other conversation. Yes, it's definitely a whole other conversation, but there's definitely barriers that we have to climb over that are not as strenuous for other people. It's true. Yeah, but that's, yeah. That's that's a whole nother sum. I'm just talking about people in general down here. Yeah, if that you pull, will. I just I just don't in like this that. particular tax bracket. Yeah, I just don't like, like that term. Pull yourself up by your t- your bootstraps because I, yeah, I know. Yeah, people. That's that's so stupid and ignorant. But I feel like there are even some people like just people in that tax bracket. Let me think. Like yeah, I was there at one point, but I'm not there anymore. And now I adhere to the rules and regulations that are afforded to me because I'm where I'm at now. So mm-hmm. no, I don't want to be taxed more and punished because I'm successful at what I do and I make this much money and you don't. Yeah. So it's like it's like I happen to work hard and I happen to be able to reap the benefits of what I did to work hard and not saying you didn't, but I don't want to give up what I have from my efforts. Yeah. I also think that taxes is a hard subject to talk about because um, like we... We know where our money's going, but we really don't know where our money's going. So, which is I why, think. like, at some point, like, it's hard to talk about finances with kids because there's some shit we don't understand. So, yeah. I would think I'm with Mo. Teach it as early as possible, but just really teach them like the value of a dollar. I would think. Yeah. Teach them how to save. Teach them what you do know, and if you don't know, hell, learn together. Teachers learn together, yeah, right? Learn together. Yeah, like when Jawanda questioned, like, well, at what, when specifically, when it, I would have to say at the age that you can earn it, whether it's chores around the house, at the age that you can begin to like do anything to earn money. Okay. That's when I need to teach you because you did your chores around the house. I'm going to give you $20 this week. If we go to the store, you're spending your money. And then you'll learn, well, I don't have any money, mommy, so because I bought candy at the other store. Well, then you don't get anything at this store. Or something big comes up and you want to go, okay, but you spend all your money. So mommy's not going to pay for it anymore because you spend all your money. Like, I feel like that's the age I would start to enforce it 
which is simplified, of course, but yeah. And then it's like you have to also teeter totter with that balance of you need to learn to save it too. Like it's cool to spend money when we go to the store, but you don't have to spend money every time you go to the store. Right. Maybe this time you need to save your money. You'd be like, "Why well, don't I ever have any money?" And then, like you, like you said, Monique, like, "Oh well, I don't have any money." Well, maybe you need to stop spending so much and save that money. So then, when we go to certain stores, you'll have more money to spend. You can spend money at this store and this store. But girl, all I can hear is a smart mouth child be like, "See, that's mommy, you- mommy, you don't need that. You just bought one of those last week." Mind see, you that's how it, that's how a child money. will humble you. So that's why <laughs> you got to watch what you teach them because you got to live that shit because they will call you the hell out. Hmm. You got to like it's, it. It could be something so petty, y'all. Like I don't even eat in my own classroom because I don't want my kids to eat in there. Like I. I don't eat snacks and shit while they're in class. I don't do it. I won't Not do it. Not even because... a little candy? No. And if I do it, it's like it may be randomly, like when they're ready to, I mean, they're packing up and I need a piece of chocolate so I don't hurt nobody. <laughs> but I do not eat cheat. I don't snack like I used to because, I mean, they straight up told me like, okay, well, Miss Gannon, how are you going to tell us not to eat? But you do it. And while, yes, I'm an adult, I be trying to practice what I preach. You know, that's that whole respect thing. That's how I feel about children. Like, I'm going to respect you. You're going to respect me. I don't want you to eat in my classroom. I'm not going to eat in front of you. Because mm-hmm. then you like, well, well, why the hell I got to follow your rules? What makes you so special? So sidebar, like, what makes you not want them to eat in your class? Because I feel like... Well, that's because I, I've had traumatic I, experiences with these children having oh, nasty-ass okay. food in their big bags. Like, they will have spoiled milk and rotten vegetables rotten bananas in the bottoms of their book bags forever. I don't want them to think they can even bring food in my classroom. You ain't bringing nothing. What about lunch going. bags? Can't you smell it? Yeah, after it's already spoiled and disgusting. And then you wonder if somebody farted or if somebody's got bad B.O. or if something died in your room and you just can't detect it or if someone shit on themselves. You never know because those things happen too. But um, yeah, you can smell it. It's pretty awful. And it was legit like that. You know that one smell you have in the refrigerator or in your kitchen? Like, the fuck is that? <laughs> and it's some random meal from four weeks ago that you've never cleaned out or some onion in a basket and you sniffing everywhere. That's what that right, shit was like. Right. So after that, I was just like, I don't want no nasty food in here. I can't. And I'm not going to make a list of what constitutes this food. Then the kids going to be like, oh, well, oh, well salmon and brought. Uh, raw banana in him is Gant. Ain't you gonna don't you, ain't you gonna punish him? Ain't you gonna make him throw it away? I don't have time. Like, just don't bring no fucking food up in here and don't open it. Now, if you open it and try and eat it, I'm gonna take it and I'm gonna eat it in front of you. Then I'll be a bitch about it. I, I'll eat it in front of you because you are new to rule. Dang. Don't give a fuck. Don't bring no motherfucker. If you want this well, food, I guess you better in, not bring in, it in here and eat it. In that case, I probably would try to like supply whatever this, the the treat or snack was oh yeah now when i give snacks i give good shit and i give a variety and i give it to everybody so when i give food and i let you eat we all eat and we eat good but like normally i need for you to clean that up because i don't do the bugs okay and our building is already old as hell anyway coming back practice what you preach with children because those children will get smart mouth and they will get you together not to be ugly but they're going to be like, okay, well, you said this, so why you want me to do it if you don't even do it? They're going to question you, and then you're going to be like, well, shit. I'm going to be telling you that this is the right thing to do, but I don't do the right thing, though. Right. It's annoying. It's so annoying. It's, it's like a never-ending mirror, having a child. 
Yes. So uh, I guess before we go to like the tips about it, so what are some things you wish you would have learned about money before becoming an adult? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I wish that I would have been taught like it's not just about working hard at your job. Like that that that's not always enough. Like, you know, they, they kind of mold you to think like you going it's just a progression. Like, oh, you're gonna graduate from high school, you're gonna go to college. When you get out of college, you're going to get a job, and you're going to make money, and you're going to have everything you want. You're going to buy a house. You're going to get married. You're going to have kids. Like, it don't work that way all the time. Maybe for some people it does, but it depends on what you choose. Like, you can't choose certain careers and think that's going to be enough, depending on how you want to live. I know how I want to live, and this teacher salary ain't doing that. It, it, it does something, and it's not god-awful, but I know what I want, and this salary is not <laughs> everything that I want, so I have to have a side hustle. I kind of have two. So I just wish I would have known that um, my original career may or may not be enough and that I need to remember to have a side hustle or to know, like, um, to just make good on other um, hobbies or other passions that I have outside of my everyday job in order to make more money. I definitely agree with the uh, the false perception that you're going to have what you need once you establish whatever career that you sought after from high school. Mm -hmm. So I guess what I would have wanted to know about money, it's a different avenues that you can get it. You can do so many different things versus the basic careers to get the money. And the money is here. For real. There is money to be made. Find a problem, solve it. And you have what you'll get what you need. Mm -hmm. Um, I wish, I feel like um, as a child, my family tried to express the the value in saving money, but I don't think they express the value of budgeting your money. So, of course, you know, you need to save it, but you also need to make a budget as well. And I think that's something that um, I lacked in as far as trying to. And then also that side hustle thing is real. Like, yes, you make whatever amount and you're comfortable with that. But just imagine like you could be doing something that you actually love to do or you have no problem doing and you good. Like mm -hmm. there's this girl that's on um, social media. She's on Instagram and she make wreaths and sell them on Etsy. There's another girl I saw on Instagram. She make waist beads and while mm -hmm. she at work at the call center and sell that shit on, LC on Etsy. Like there's like Mo said, there's so much money to be made. You just got to know what to tap into. And I right. wish that, um, for me personally, that I knew what that was up front. Like, I don't, I wish I never really had to, like, quote unquote, search for it, find my niche or find what it is that's, that's of value to other people that they will want to purchase for me. Um, and I can make another income off of. See, yeah. <clears throat> so that just brings me back, like, to Mo. On several things she said, like saying, um, like how we're falsely told that the career is the end all be all. And then also like going back earlier in the episode, we talked about how creative you have to be to be broke. Why mm -hmm. don't they teach you? Like, I wish you could take that energy. I wish they taught you how to be creative in making your money. Mm -hmm. Take that energy, you know, how creative you have to be to be broke. Why can't we take that creativity and like mold that into shit in order to make the money? Why aren't we taught how to do that? Why aren't we taught how to create new careers as opposed to falling in line with the careers that are already available, that are already saturated as hell? 
that everybody and their mama already has, which is why you can't make no money in them right now. Facts. Like, Juana, you told me so many times, like, pharmacy was a big thing at one point, but now so many people fucking do it. It's like there's no money in it anymore. I don't know why. I, I don't know. It just seems like it, things that make sense don't happen. I, I wish they taught us to be more creative in creating jobs than they do, you know. It, it could be an educational thing. They can't teach you what they don't know. So if what they know is that you go to college and you get you a job and you'll be good, you get your pension. Pensions don't really exist no more unless you work at the VA. So yeah, because they, that's true. If they don't teach you, I mean, they can't teach you what they don't know. And just like with student loans, like for them, like they could pay these loans off. They ain't had no problems. All they had to do is work a summer job, whatever, and they pay their loans. Or their loans just $10,000 or whatever. They, they'll make enough to pay it off in a few years. Meanwhile, I have a house in student loans. And I may have a little Beamer on the side. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like I'm sitting in, I'm sitting in these loans by myself. Nobody here. Nobody paying them. Nobody about to give me anything extra. It just should have been edgy. I don't. I don't know. It could just been that they can't teach us what we don't know. And I think it's probably our job to educate ourselves in addition to educating the future, you know, kids that are coming with us to like. You gotta find these scholarships, boo. Me, yeah. I, was, I was too lazy. Like I was just like scholarships. I can pay these loans off, girl. I would just make a comment in relation to like what Jawanda said about. Oh yeah. Parents can't teach us what they don't know, but we're only two generations out from the generation that stayed at their job. That's what, that's what they were taught. Mm-hmm. You go to college, oh, yeah. they value going to college, they went to college, they got a good job, and they stayed there for years. So now we're two generations out, and we're trying to change the mindset. So it's a lot of work when you're yeah, trying to yeah, educate yeah. yourself and go against oh, yeah. the grain to say, I can have this good job and still have, have a side hustle and still take care of home, because I think that... It, ideology was oh how are you doing all this other stuff and you are as a woman are neglecting your home like we're figuring out how to do that shit now we're getting nannies we're getting chefs we're getting um uber oh, eats kids. or we're delaying <laughs> the children <laughs> like, mm-hmm. on this week's episode of between a broke and a rich place <laughs> tips on saving money would be a budget sheet honest conversation with yourself and close friends and banks offer free financial advising. But here's some encouraging words. Remember that bad times are just temporary, okay? It's it's not forever. But that also is on it's like prayer, okay? So for those of you that believe in the Lord and okay. someone higher above, someone mm-hmm. that you call out to, what you asking for it means nothing without works. So if you want to see a change, you got to be that change. Like you can't wait on somebody else to do that shit for you. And even those dimes where it feel like you're being smacked the fuck down, just try and remember there's a reason for this. There's, there's something you're being taught and it's, it's temporary. Facts. I believe in that wholeheartedly that everything you go through is for a reason and that it's, it's something to better you in life. So I am with you on that. Cosign. Ooh. Celebrate yourself. Celebrate every small moment. Whether you wait, make it to work this week on time every day, whether you meal prepped, whether you worked out, celebrate it. Every yes. moment deserves to be celebrated. Whether people do it with you, you have to learn to love yourself and celebrate you. Facts. Because I think yeah. that's something that a lot of people, especially black women, because mm-hmm. I can only speak for them because that's what I am. <laughs> right. I, I think that's something that we lack in celebrating ourselves. So I am with you on that co-sign for Monique. Even if you have to do it by your damn self, sometimes you got to go buy your own cupcake, light that candle, 
Okay. And blow out your own candle for your fucking self. I buy myself Christmas presents every year to celebrate me. <laughs> At the end of the year. That was the word right there. That was for me. That word was yes. for me. Well, um, you know, if you, I think that's it for the show, guys. Is that that's it? it? Yes. Don't forget to save your change, guys. Small dollars add up. Change adds up. <laughs> <laughs> that is facts. Okay. For sure. So don't forget to submit your um, questions and comments to our um, email address. It is unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com. It is U-N-E-S-T-A-B-L-I-S-H-E-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And don't forget, like if you're on Apple, rate and comment and subscribe on any platform that you're on. We can't wait to hear from you guys. Anything else, guys? No. That's it. That's it. Yes, let us know how you feel. Rate and review. Yes. We want to know. We like it. It will help us, you know, to really think about what we've already said and maybe make a new episode to address some questions. Yeah. <laughs> We love constructive criticism and we love new ideas. Right. Keep it cute, though. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>